to another edition of Sounding Gourd. I've just got to make another couple of caveats again. I've just literally come back from the hospital again, seeing the hand surgeon, um, and it's all it all seems to be okay. But I'm in a little bit of pain because I've been feeling a bit sore again. Well, I just had my hand manipulated and moved around quite and a bit. And when you say manipulate, they're literally they're, they're moving bones that either shouldn't move or well, it's, it's, have. it's the, the, the bones that are attached to the broken bones, so it's not quite. You know, it's, it's not too bad, but it's, it's still making me feel. Right. It, it is a bit sore. So let's let's move on. But you might not be as sharp. This is maybe maybe not. I'm just, just, yeah, a couple of minor qualifying statements. So I believe Nick, though you um, you have another left right game. I've taken your idea and I have run with it. Okay. Um, and I I'm I'm hoping you're going to find this fun. So uh, to recap, the first the first uh, instance of the left right game that you you came up with was more about policies, policy areas, um, things that government does, and whether or not then I class them as left or yeah, right, so or coming from the left. Things like regulation, nationalisation, licensing, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I so, think you're not doing that? No, uh, and what I've decided to do, and it was something I may have mentioned at the time, was like, yeah, you could do this with, you could do this with people, you could do this with all sorts of things. And so I, I started thinking about, and... Uh, I started thinking about how to create a bit of a progression as well and to also throw you off the case a little bit. Uh, some of these will require some discussion, I hope. I, I also haven't come down firmly on some of these. And yeah, I think well, that's the whole point. Yeah, and there are a few that I... Exactly. ...that would clearly... Well, I, I think clearly both. And you couldn't... Fall, yeah, you, you, could, you could have probably fallen down on one side, but you can easily justify the other one as well. So. Yes. And this is a problem we're seeing in kind of contemporary discussion, isn't it? It's about getting these things wrong. It's about getting whether something's left or right. Well, that was the whole point of doing the first one, is that my theory yeah. is that people just don't really know. Because because parties, are, all parties are both. Yes. People don't really know what's left and what's right yeah. anymore. Yeah. And terms are just banded around as being left-wing, right-wing. And then you've got other terms like alt-right and stuff like that. Now, I'm not going to restrict you at all in what your answers can be. You can say left, you can say right, you say neither, you can say both, you can come up with something else. I think this is just about okay. uh, creating the conversation. Uh, but I thought we'd start off with an easy one. Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> so he is, he is, he is left. He is, he is as socialist as, as they any, come. any UK politician, I think, because he does want the government or the state to own the means of production, which is the, the kind of the classic definition of socialism. Yes. So him, John McDonnell, there are a few others as well, but he, yeah. he's, he's not just, he's not a social democrat. He's not after Denmark or Sweden no. or any, any of these countries. He, you know, he, he, he quite likes Venezuela. Yeah. Um, you know, he, I think his answer was, quote, yeah. Yeah, you know, they're not socialist enough. That's why yes. they're, they're getting into trouble. Um, yeah. So I thought I'd ease you in. Easy win with a bit of Jeremy Corbyn. George Osborne. So he's I mean I, I think he's I think he's both because he I mean he loves regulation, which is right wing. Which is a feature of the right. Um, but he loves having complete state control of the money supply. Um, he So that's control, bit, is that the same as ownership? Because we but, kind of highlighted before that you know the left like to own things, the right like to control things. I, I think the Bank of England owns the money. Okay, I would I would argue that point, um, but again, that's poss possibly both. 
Name someone someone who doesn't. Yeah, Yeah, but this is why this is why I didn't do people because it's so hard because he's a massive fan of the NHS. Yes, and the NHS are completely publicly owned. So that's. Are you going to give me a percentage or anything like? I I mean, he's he's more right than left, but he's not he's not an exclusive right winger. No, Um, I, I, I would say. But yeah, Jeremy Corbyn, you can't think of anything particularly right wing. No, and, and I think it. I think he would. So he's fine with regulation, but only because he he can't nationalise it. If he thought he would nationalise it, nationalise if he could. Agreed. Going from George Osborne to Gordon Brown. Well, so he Gordon Brown was. I, I there wasn't. There's not a massive difference between the two, in yeah. my opinion. That's I, why I, I thought this is interesting. We've got someone here. I mean, yes, okay, he went on to become Prime Minister, but for the longest time, in most people's political awareness, he was he was Chancellor of a Labour government, albeit a kind of centrist Labour government. I mean, he was very... He was very Think how much... But my, my biggest criticisms of Gordon Brown weren't his necessarily his economic... Okay, his economic, his economic policies were rubbish, but then George Osborne was rubbish, and, and every Chancellor, for you know, as long as I can remember, has had rubbish policies. My biggest criticism with Brown was that he was an idiot. <laughs> so you know, he, couldn't, he couldn't see that, that he, know, he had actually hadn't solved the problem with boom and bust. Oh, Why yes. did you announce that you were selling gold beforehand so that everyone could pick it up at rock bottom prices? You know, time yeah. and time again, he just made these muppet decisions. Um, so even though he's probably similar to George Osborne on his political spectrum, um, he was an idiot. You see, I think, I think he's actually quite a bit more right wing than uh, than than most people would think, mm. based on his his massive love of the regulatory state. Oh, him, him and Blair loved loved regulation. Yes, um, which is why Blair got um, uh, you know kind of accused of being Thatcherite and all this kind of stuff. Um, I think I think the brown. Brown epitomised this idea of, uh, and, and it, that, that, that's not so there aren't loads of them around now, and it's still a thing, and it's more a thing of the Conservative Party, the concept of a good manager. Now, he wasn't a good manager, let's be very clear, he was an idiot, and he's, he was so unsuited in his character to being Prime Minister uh, and being some figurehead of anything. But he wanted to get things just right. He wanted to use his big brain to somehow get the formula just so and be the person well, who he... could be in charge of running things and tweaking things and don't worry, I've got this. And the he, manager. he thought he had done it. Yes. He absolutely thought he'd done it. And this it. is the point, isn't it? He thought he really did believe that he had ended boom and bust. And that he'd save the world. <laughs> well, quite. Yeah, I mean, how? By doing what, exactly? By nationalising some banks? I mean, that's the most left-wing thing that happened under his watch, although arguably it was Darling um, that was Chancellor at the time. And was, like, you know, at the heart of that. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think Gordon Brown uh, is more right-wing than people think. I'd say mainly this managerialism that seems to be much more a feature of the rights now, mm. I think, than the left and the love of the regulatory state. So we're going to move on now from people. Okay. The BBC. Well, so the BBC are effectively a state broadcaster, and they're paid for by... A TV it's, tax. It's, it's called a TV licence, but it is a tax. If you watch, if you watch TV, any live TV, yep. 
you need or to any live TV that's been recorded. <laughs> I got my I got my license fee thing through the other day. I got my TV license thing through the other day. Oh, because you recorded been, it live. Yes, I've been because uh, I've been looking for a way of um, eliminating the BBC from my life, and I'm pretty much there. Kids still occasionally watch something on iPlayer. Now, obviously, iPlayer is very much covered. I knew that. But what you'd said to me before about it being live TV and therefore for you even watching live Sky is, you know, classic. Yeah, so TV. removing the BBC, easy. Removing yes. live TV. So for me, I don't watch live TV. So that, that's, that's an easy bit for me. Um, and actually, um, this recorded live stuff as well. But if you, if you set up a TV recorder and you record... So even if you watched your Formula One the next day... Because you recorded it, you still need a TV license for that. Unless I was watching <coughs> something that somebody else recorded, presumably. So if I streamed it from Sky, I think that's fine. It's the streaming that is okay. Yeah, it's that's not that's not counted. Unless as it's, long live. As it's not streamed live. <laughs> yeah. So if you stream stuff live on, on but the on point is they iPad. have. Yeah, it's not a legal document, as in it's not legalistic language. There is a there is a sentence that they've got, which I could go and find right. But do you know now. do you know how nuts this this uh, this law is? So I can have a TV license. So let's let's for example say that you decide not to renew your TV license. So you yes. don't have one over here. I can bring my mobile phone into your house. Yes. And with my TV license, yes, I can watch BBC iPlayer live on my phone, unless I plug it into the wall. If I charge it, I've into heard the about wall, this. Yes, it comes under your TV license. Yes, it's bizarre. Isn't it is it? about mobile devices are allowed, but if you plug it in, it ceases to become a mobile device. Anyway, the BBC. Yeah, that's 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 left. It's state TV. There's, you know, it's 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 run by the state. You are forced to pay for it. Um, it's, you know, it's it's like if the, if if for example the NHS was smaller and it only took care of, a, of you know, certain operations or certain or things. Or the elderly or something, yeah. Um, then it would still be, that would still be left-wing because it's, it's, it's run by the state. Because it's a socialised... So. Yeah, so the state own that particular means of production. They don't own the entire means of production of all televisions, mm. but they own the means of production for the BBC, and you pay for it through coercion. So that, in my opinion, is squarely on the left. Okay. Well, and, you know, I, I don't... I think most people would agree now that they're, they're not particularly balanced and that the views espoused, even though they purport to be balanced, are massively left-wing. And I, I, I get that now from people that would never normally offer me a political opinion. Um, I, I get from people that are fed up with the, the you know, BBC bias. And that's never been a topic, really. Well, certainly wasn't the topic five years ago. I think it's been. I think <coughs> post Brexit, it's been more obvious. Yes, um, absolutely. And I think the likes of you and I, five to ten years ago, put up with it, and could see that there was an attempt at balance a lot of the time. Whereas now, it's like they don't even try. Well, they're, they're, yeah. So you, before you could tell that they were, and there's tokens, but yeah, exactly. So you could you could tell that they were they were left leaning. But they'd throw the odd kind of token right winger in, and but it's know, worse now, isn't it? It's, it's much worse. They're, yeah. Um, but even 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 before though, you'd just the way that they ask questions of right wingers and left wingers would be different. Um, and it, but, yes, but, and the amount of time they give them to answer a question and, and, and interruptions. This yes, kind of thing. Exactly. and just the balance, the balance on uh, you know question time and these these types of shows. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, they don't provide balance at all. No, and that's the point. Um. The Daily Mail. So, 
I, this is a little difficult for me because I've never read the Daily Mail. Um, I know it has a, a bad reputation. Have you ever been tempted to um, read the Mail Online? I've, I've read the odd article from the Mail Online. Um, uh, and it seems... So I, I think, from, from my exposure to it, it seems right-wing because it seems to be a very nanny state. Um, it's less, it doesn't seem to like um, nationalisation, um, but it's keen on this kind of, you know, having control. So I would say it's on the right. Um, from from my, my exposure to the Daily Mail, everything I've seen has been, the, you know, the good manager, the good leader, um, you know, doing stuff for your own good, um, nanny statism, which I think is, is, is a right-wing right thing. I would, I would agree with you on all those, uh, all those observations. Um, they do have, they've got some kind of token left-wing writers and things like that. Yeah, and they're, and they're pro-NHS, as, as is apparently 96% of the population. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so. apart from them, you, you and I sat in this room. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's kind of, uh, I, I, I consider it that step further than um, nanny state, there's a puritanical element there is, to the, the Daily Mail, it's, it's, I think. It's, it's probably the, the most comparable to the, the religious right in America that we have over here. Yes, I think um, it's a very good analogy, actually. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I think I agree with you on all that. The Guardian. Well, so The Guardian are... They're left-wing on a lot of things because they, you do see a lot of articles where it's, uh, you know, the, the railways are in trouble, we must nationalise them, uh, we must take, take back state control of this, it's time to nationalise all the banks. Um, where they, they're, they're not quite as extreme as someone like Corbyn, but I think that's because they're worried about their readership and if they turned into the Morning Star, people wouldn't buy them anymore. So I think they are very pro, they're pro-control where they can get it. So they can have nationalisation and they can sell nationalisation and sell newspapers based on it and articles. They will do. Otherwise, they think, okay, well, let, yeah, we, we can't nationalise it, but people are fine with regulation, so we'll be pro-regulation. So they're, they're, they're as statist as they possibly can be. Um, I, think they, I think they're more left than right, but I think the right-wing the right -wing stuff is because they knew that their readership would evaporate um, if they just turned into, you know, Owen Jones Daily or whatever. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I agree with you, and I think that again, I think people would immediately say, "Oh yes, the Guardian is left wing," and I think that's that's a very, very overly simplistic. It is a lazy definition. It is of what they are. I think, and you, yeah, you, you said the magic word for me. They, they are the epitome of the statist publication. They are as extreme as they can be in their nationalisation and their regulatory um, positions. Uh, and all of the people they've got writing for them and the, and the twist, the spin of all their stories is all about what the state should do for you, not what you should do on your own. Uh, and that's a, that's a biggie. So I think it's this... I, I think it's I think it's bad when people just pigeonhole them as a left wing publication, um, and I, I don't think they I don't think they would see themselves as a as right wing in any way, shape, or form. I think they are guilty of that misdefinition that so we I talked have, about. I have theories about this, but I think we'll come onto them a little bit later. Okay, and it, 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 it doesn't just apply to newspapers; it applies to of, political of parties, to people, to, to everything. Yes, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll perhaps discuss this. Yeah. a little bit later. One of the, just while we're on the Guardian. 
The Guardian have their own style guide, as most publications do. What I find interesting is their use of um, the, the terms left-wing and right-wing. They are single words. It's right-wing, no space. Left-wing, no space. And it gives it an odd an odd feeling when you're reading and they use that word right wing or left wing well, that just reminds me of like the bat wing <laughs> yeah, yeah it doesn't look right it doesn't feel no. right and I don't know whether they're trying to do it in such a way as to make you feel uncomfortable yeah. with the terms or not um, the like... Guardian style guide is an odd one yeah quick robin to the to the left wing <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly Okay, <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm going back to I'm going back to people for a bit actually. So from the Guardian, we're going to go to Nigel Farage. Okay, so he's an interesting one because he he kind of changes depending on what he thinks public opinion is. Um, so you think he just blows in the wind and to to to, to a point. Um, I think he's I think he's probably the closest to like a, a Thatcherite that we have in politics at the moment. So he's, n- he's definitely not a massive kind of overwhelming state. Um, he, you know, he's, he's the sort of guy who would slap down Hayek on the table to make a point, but then probably ignore it. Um, a bit, a bit like kind of Thatcher did to a, to a bit, you know, it's all real. Slim. Are you saying style over substance? Are you saying I th- say things, but then not deliver on them? I, th- I think so. Um, and so he's, you're, you're cunningly avoiding any kind of talk about left or right wing though here. Well, so he's it's 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 difficult. I, I think I think he's, he's he's more on the right for sure, because all the things that that, that he you know um, it's is Brexit right wing. I see. This is this is this is exactly uh, what I'm hold that thought because hold the, that e, thought. the EU is both left and right, and I've, I've, you know, I've left I've wingers and right wingers. Both, both hate the EU. So I'm going to say Farage on the right because yeah. he, I don't think he wants to control the means of production of anything. And I think he does want a small state, not as small as obviously you or I want. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think he's, he's still for regulation. He's still quite happy with, he appears to be happy with the NHS. He appears to be happy with state run education. He's he talking a lot about investment recently. He has in, in infrastructure yeah. and all these are left wing. That's what I think. So he's, he's, he's still both. Yeah. He's, people, people like to, Talk to him or talk about him as being this not like politician. This, this, yeah, this new type of politician. He's different from everybody else. But I, I don't. Not think he is. just a very good one. Is is my is mm. my opinion. Uh, Trump. I think Trump is is on the right um, because of you know he he loves regulation. He loves tariffs. He likes to think he's a good manager. He does love man- a tariff. <laughs> you know he he always talks about managing the economy well. Um, he doesn't particularly like state run things. Um, I think he's very authoritarian, very authoritarian, but it's it's the the manager. The, it's all about order and control and borders and, and 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 that kind of thing. So I think he's on the right. Brexit. See, it's spun, isn't it, as a right wing thing, and well, there are only a minority of Labour uh, MPs, yeah, a tiny minority of Labour MPs. That supported leave. Well, years ago, it was almost exclusively a left-wing thing. Exactly, um, because it was seen to be, 
it was seen to be right wing. You know, it was all it was all about free trade and about you know they, they obviously they did bring in regulations, but even at that point, it was only when it started to to kind of turn itself into into like a, a massive federalist state that right wing started thinking, oh, hang on a second, this isn't this isn't quite right. Uh, we want we want our sovereignty back. Um, so. You know, lots of lots of the nationalisation plans that Corbyn and McDonnell have, they can't do under under the EU, um, no. which is why that Corbyn's been against the EU for you know thirty five years or whatever. Yeah, you know, follower the of 80s. Tony Benn. Exactly, exactly. And then there are lots of there are lots of left wingers um, over the years, particularly in the early days, who were massive, massive, you know, against the yeah even against the EC. So the original Eurosceptics, the original Tory Eurosceptics. I mean, did they just come about because of the likes of Maastricht? Is this is this just when that when the euro started to become a thing? Yes, that they I, went whoa, whoa, whoa! So. This is getting super state. Well, when it when it was when it was just the EEC and it was just about free trade, um, I think most people were quite happy with it. Um, it's when they you know when the euro came about when they you know, Maastricht when they you know when they became the EU for example and then they you know the, and the, the vision of uh, voting rights and things yeah like that. the vision was ever closer to Europe um, they wanted to control the you know, the laws the you know the, the ECJ when all these things came came about I think that's when the right wingers started thinking well hold up a second we're losing control here and we we want to be the managers we want to manage Britain so do you think that it was predominantly left-wing and is now predominantly a right-wing thing to do um i think i think it is it's still extreme left but there aren't many extreme lefties in politics and in the in, in the media um so it doesn't appear to be as, as left. so it's not as simple as that no i think i think it's i think the yeah i think the, the right wing uh but but again again yeah look at look at parliament and we've just talked about lots of politicians, lots of them are right wingers. All the ones that we've said are all for the EU. Um, so it's it's one that confuses me because I, I would have I would have thought that the majority of British politicians of any stripe would want to leave the EU purely on the basis that they would have wanted to be in control. And they'd have had more power themselves. And they'd have had more power. Because everything else they do appears to be about yeah, either gaining or keeping hold of power. So it, it it puzzles me why they just want to abdicate responsibility for huge swathes of what they would be doing otherwise. And so you've you've touched on the EU itself. The EU is not on my list, but let's add it. The EU, the EU institutions, structures, the people leading it, the uh, the the EU as a concept and how it's run. Left or right? More right than left, I would say, because they're not really nationalising stuff. Um, I mean, they want to, yeah, obviously got their own money. Um, but That's they, important. It, yeah, it, um, and, and they want, you know, they want all the trappings of a state, don't they? They've got a national, national anthem, anthem and a flag, flag and, yeah. and all these things. Um, but they're not necessarily left-wing, I don't think. Um, so, you know, they, they are they're huge on regulation, um, you know the customs union, that big wall around the that's EU. That's tariffs. That's that's right wing. That's it's, it's, you know that's all about order. It's on a larger scale. Yeah. Um, but it's still about order. It's still about tariffs. So I think the EU is is right wing. And I've been guilty in the past of saying yeah they're just a bunch of left wingers. But I yes. What you mean is authoritarian. You mean statists. Yeah. Yes. And and this is where people need to change their change their language. 
Okay, I've got one more thing on this for you. This is an interesting one. I think it's an interesting one. Democracy. Wow, that's a that's a good one. Um, left or right? Democracy. Well, so in the in the past, the, you know, democracy has been very much a left wing thing, um, particularly the, the the socialists who who, who ran with it. Um, so you social got, democracy, democratic socialism. You mean that? You mean this? Everyone votes for everything. Yeah, I'm think yeah, which is democratic socialism. Yeah. Um, uh, so you know, you, if you read Marx, it's all about you know everything. They talk about democracy; it just means everything run by committee. But but they yeah. talk about everyone having a say. Of course, everyone couldn't have a say; it'd only be the, the you know the busybodies and the administrators, yes. like Stalin and Pol Pot or whatever. You know, these, <laughs> these sorts of people who would end up being in trouble. But it yeah. was democracy had been a very much a left wing thing. Traditionally, the right wingers were. So they were opposed to democracy, not because they wanted to give you freedom, because they just wanted to tell you what to do. You know, we'll, we, we will decide who the wealthy because landowners are we're cleverer be. because we're better. Yes, and they just, wanted, they just wanted control without, you know, so the original Conservative Party wanted to conserve, you know, basically feudalism. Feudalism, that's um, what I was going to say, it's feudalism. And, and this is why the vote, the working man and women didn't have the vote until pretty recently. And that, as you say, that's 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 the the wealthy elites. But you wouldn't say those wealthy elites were particularly left wing because they were landowners. That's a that's you know and that that that's not state ownership. Um, that's not to say they weren't statist, but the, no, they're, the, they're, they're statist in, in towards the right. I would say so. I, I I think I think democracy is is probably a left wing thing. Do you um, think suffrage is a left wing thing? Then do you think? The, the concept of, of, of giving voting rights to um, to women and to working classes was that was that left wing? I think it's more left than right because even on the right today they don't really like it. You know, you get the uh, you know the ultra remainers, and they, they 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 can't help but go on about how it was the you know the working class voters, you know, the uneducated, the morons, people didn't know the, what they the were great unwashed. For. You know, they, they, they can't wait to talk about how it was the, oh, well, the educated elite, we're the ones who voted to remain in the EU, and it's all you plebs, all you working class people who, who voted for Brexit. So they don't, they don't, you know, these kind of elite right-wingers don't like suffrage now, even even in, in 2019. And, and I'm, I'm quite happy with saying democracy is left-wing because I don't like it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would always have freedom. You know, so in, in the past you'd had... You'd have democracy on one on one hand, and like proper authoritarianism, almost kind of despotism. Um, you know, complete totalitarians on the like feudalism yes. on, on on the other side. Um, but now it's you know you've you've, you've 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 kind of got that still to a point with these kind of right wing elites um, saying we don't you know you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Uh, I'm cleverer than you, therefore I should have more of a say, etc., etc. Um, and there are still very few people like us who are actually saying, you know what, democracy isn't great because it means... It's, yeah, it's, I don't need to vote, I just need choice in absolutely everything I do uh, that's not forced on me by the state. Well, the, the, so if, if the state is forcing you to do something that you don't want to do, it doesn't matter if it's one person forcing you or the rest of the country. Yeah. It's still tyranny from your point of view. Yeah. And this is why I thought it would be interesting to put this on there because you've got that, you've got the history of it, You've got how intrinsic it is as an argument for socialism, because mm. they now 
um, the, the the language goes hand in hand um, with with democracy. Amen. I mean, just just a, just a bit more history. So the, the original left wingers were the pro freedom types, the small government types, uh, and they wanted you know they, they wanted uh, to just rid you know rid feudalism. Um, and they wanted, you know, individual rights and individual control and, you know, self-autonomy. But then pretty soon afterwards, the socialists kind of took over the left and, and, and they've been there for, you know, the last 150, 200 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the original left-wingers were, you know, before, before the socialists kind of took control, were pro-freedom. That was a long time ago. A long, long time ago. And again, I, I, think, I think it's interesting what you said about the... Um, the referendum stuff because I think that's it's 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 put democracy right back in the limelight again hasn't it before there were there were euro elections and they weren't really important there were local elections they weren't really important other than to maybe have us have a a mid-term say and you know register your disgust at who's in power or yeah whatever uh it was all about general elections in this in this country and then we've had a smattering of of referenda, um, the Scots have had the most because they had AV and the Scots referendum and the EU referendum. Uh, we had AV. We've had the um, the Brexit, the Brexit ref. But suddenly, the t- even the term democracy and democratic are just mentioned all the time by politicians. Um, and I, I, just, I love the concept. I love how they get themselves. They don't even think. They don't even feel they're getting tangled in their words. When they say that having a second referendum is uh, uh, that, that more democracy, as far as they're concerned, have a second referendum must be good as opposed to actually enacting the results of the first one. They can't. They can't see. I, I, I think they're so blind to it now that they can't even see the stupidity of their. Well, yeah. So their this, this has been winding me up for, for a number of reasons. So one is is exactly what you just mentioned. It's like, well, this is just if we have a second a second vote, that's just more democracy, and they throw it back at you. I thought I thought you you were Brexiteer. I thought you were pro democracy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing is that on the so that's that's like kind of the remainders. The Brexiteers are people who are now shouting about democracy like it's the greatest thing ever. Yes. When it isn't, it's yes. inferior to yes. individual rights and and individual autonomy. The best thing is to make your own decisions. And, and, and nobody's shouting about that anymore. So, the, the, you know, the, the reason that I voted for, for Brexit, which is the only thing I voted for for years, was to, in an effort to get less government. Um, you know, uh, you know I, I, I didn't want to be governed by, you know, by, by anybody, but if there's a portion that I can get rid of, I will, I will you know... Yeah, I, any, I'll any opportunity to get rid of some government, you'll probably take. Correct, but I'm, I'm, I'm not pro-democracy. Um, you know, I would, I would... Yeah, you played that game. <laughs> you know, I would, I would still, I would still, you know, so I would still vote <laughs> for ending democracy. No, joke, joke, jokes aside, I, you know, individual autonomy, autonomy is still the, you know, the, what we should be aiming for. Right. It's like democracy is now seen as being this end goal, which is playing just right in the hands of the leftists and the socialists. And I think that's the biggest problem with this. And I do see it as, um, I, th- I think. A lot of them see it as a means to an end. I, I, I kind of hope they do. That they are, if they just keep focusing on 17.4 million people voted for this, a majority, why are you getting in the way? I, I can see how that's a vote winner. And it's been proven 
with the Brexit Party winning outright the Euro elections and becoming the largest single party in in the in European Parliament. Um, and then, obviously, the polling results at the moment about general election uh, intention. Um, I mean, obviously, say what you like about the polls. Um, this is a party that's come out of nowhere to be either level pegging or higher, or you know, around about the same level um, as the other major parties. And they are just saying, no, no, it's just about democracy. I mean, they're called the Brexit Party. But yeah, they're saying it's just about democracy. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to expand um, their, their kind of remit. Uh, but I think because it, we, we live in this really interesting time where everyone wants to talk about democracy for their own ends, whether it's to somehow overturn the results. And I saw, oh, there's a guy, and I can't remember his name, he's not a well-known face or name, but he's the head of communications for Vote, um, I was going to say Vote Leave, but the, uh, the People's Vote. Um, and I mean, they're all politicians, obviously. Uh, and... He was on Newsnight. Oh, this is the, you might have seen it, the clip was on Newsnight with Rod Little. And Emily Maitlis gave no, Rod Little a massively hard time calling him a racist, all this kind of stuff. It was, it was nonsense. But this, this guy putting forward the, the people's vote idea, he was saying, well, I, you know, I, I, was never a, um, I was never a supporter of referenda um, up, until, up until this point. But I think, I think we need one more. <laughs> And it's like, can you see what you said? It's not even good spin. You, you're, you're just revealing that all you want to do is undo the last one. That the only time you would ever support a referendum is if it's to undo a referendum that you didn't like. And, it's, and so they slip up occasionally. And, they, and they, uh, the, the, the veil is lifted. Um, but it is interesting to see how they all use democracy for their own. Yeah, and, and you get people like, like Brendan O'Neill, who I like. Um, yeah. He loves democracy. He loves democracy, and he, he so he will have a go at a libertarian, saying, "Well, why don't you, why don't you like democracy? Is it just because you you don't think you can convince more than fifty percent of the population?" Yeah, yeah. It's not a good argument. And my argument to that is, well, if you if you need to to make something mandatory for forty nine percent of the population, maybe exactly. it's not a good idea. Do you not do you not think your ideas are good enough that people will do them? Anyway, without state coercion. Well, what's wrong with forty nine percent doing their thing and fifty one percent doing something else? Well, exactly. So that was my left-right game. That was good, that was good fun. I'm, I'm glad you, that you chose different topics and but it wasn't not, specifically not policies. Topics. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't policy related. So you know, it was people, it was Brexit, it was democracy. So yeah, it was I got good. the newspapers in there, and I, I thought it was it was the Guardian that, that made me think about that because I suddenly thought to myself, you know what? There's an awful lot of that managerialist, uh, regulatory stuff that the the Guardian love. And just having the right people in charge. That's, that's very much them, isn't it? Uh, and it made me think, you know, it's not just as simple as saying they're, they're left wing. And so I thought, let's lead in with some other stuff as well. Um, and then a uh, bit of fun. Yeah, that was good. And, and that's, that took a little bit longer than expected. Um, I know I said I had some, uh, a few more things to say about, about centrism, but I think we'll probably do that in another podcast, shall we? Yeah, sounds good. Thank you very much for listening to Sounding Board. Uh, you can subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. Uh, go to soundingboard.com and read our blog and download our other episodes. Thanks very much. <laughs>